Welcome to our podcast. My name is Amelia. My name is Sherrick and this is Amelia. And Sherrick, what are you doing? The podcast that is lightweight enough for all skin types while also controlling shine and sebum on your face. <laughs> Maybe she's born with it. Just kidding. Maybe uh, it's Amelia and Sherrick. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, man. I worked it out. How y'all doing? Welcome back to another hour and change of our nonsense. <laughs> hope you like it. Oh man, yes, yes. So I'm just gonna cut in and say that uh, my week was fine, but uh, tomorrow, mm-hmm. uh, as of this recording, which means it'll be done by the time you listen to this. Um, I'm getting new windows installed in my house. Hey, nice. So that's really awesome. And I've been really excited about it for a while because the climate control in my house is not always great. Uh Um, but now that it's tomorrow, I'm like, oh, right. I have to like move furniture. (laughs) (laughs) Great. So, so I spent a good chunk of the afternoon taking taking down curtains which mm-hmm. i decided i should probably launder for the first time in six years <laughs> that's fair and uh trying to move furniture away from the window but windows but um i kind of decided that i need to wait until i talk to them in the morning because i'm like where are you starting because i'm not moving this couch away from these windows if you're not getting to the couch until or like to the yeah, room yeah, to the until end. late tuesday because this is supposed to take at least two days so like and like the curtains in my bedroom because like i kind of need those to sleep because i have a lot of windows in my room and it mm-hmm. and there's a street light right outside my house so yeah i'm like can you tell me what order we're doing this in because i can't handle my recommendation everything. is is if you can handle it a sleep mask at that point because let me tell you I, I almost like gestured to my head, which I'm, I'm currently wearing my head wrap, but like I'm not wearing my sleep mask, but it is so good about <laughs> keeping the light out and it's Bluetooth. So like I can have like, I like, I like listening to like uh, either like, you know, long form game throughs or um, like, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not documentary, but like essay, YouTube essays, like people, mm-hmm. like uh, there's a guy named Noah, Noah Gervais who does game essays and like he will basically record in smaller chunks but then put it together and like Mm -hmm. there's a Mm -hmm. there's a game called fallout that he did that's it's a seven hour long youtube video and it's like yeah and so he's just like essentially i mean i'm sure like he's talking like in shorter chunks he's obviously not talking for seven hours straight but like Mm -hmm. the way that he records it it's like like, that's perfect i can do a playlist with that and then like a three-hour video for like overflow you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like Mm -hmm. and i'm good and i'm good on that front so Mm -hmm. um as far as my week was uh you know uh still basking in the glow of the championship win of the milwaukee bucks let's go um we bought a fly swatter and i assassinated approximately six flies with it <laughs> to impress my wife which uh yeah I guess it worked so that's that's neat and cool and um 
that's all I really have to say about my week. So yeah. that should tell you how my week was, but we are probably going to start looking into getting new windows ourselves too. So that's neat. Yeah, so yeah. it is. Uh, hopefully it'll be really great. It's hella expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly in a home like mine that is almost 110 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the wood frames around the windows are original wood so mm-hmm. being careful about that and the yep. lead remediation that has to happen yeah wow welcome to uh, adulting yeah welcome to our home side ownership our this side podcast, podcast about the most boring shit that you can mm-hmm. i'm just kidding <laughs> we'll ask jm for a time code and we'll give you all a time codes so you can skip that part <laughs> just kidding where am I? Oh yeah. So uh so yeah, so as far as uh this episode goes, we woke up and chose violence because uh <laughs> the uh, the topic uh of the of the uh, episode this week is a popular subreddit called uh AITI. It's not called that. If you go to AITI, it'll ask you if you're looking for the one we're actually talking about, but which is called Am I the Asshole? which a lot of people would go to and they ask uh, questions of the gallery in the subreddit and mm-hmm. they determine if uh, YTA or, or you're the asshole or NTA or not the asshole. Mm-hmm. Uh, or there's other acronyms that are in there, like a couple that I w- looked up to, like uh, the acronym was like, it stood for like, you would be the asshole if, and I was mm-hmm. just like, whoa, <laughs> that's a lot. But um we hope that y'all enjoy that mm-hmm. we we each chose I think we each chose four I may have gone overboard I don't know I was just like looking yeah. at ones and being like I was like this is really hard to like we'll see how long only we choose yeah but yeah so um that's a thing we're excited to talk about these uh I don't know if you want to just like go straight down the list or should we bounce back and forth that's um, typically stuff we would probably talk about before the podcast but, yeah, we're <laughs> feeling dangerous today so it's fine yeah I think we could go back and forth all right well let's start with your first one I deliberately did not read anything other than the titles to try and make sure I didn't pick the same one that you did oh okay so oh I like did you, not... didn't, you didn't read more than the title of mine correct okay yeah I so, I tried to pick some really yeah and I just opened this doc so I haven't looked at yours mm-hmm. in the slightest but I so, definitely yeah, I definitely have some opinions about some of these but I didn't read them in full before I chose them so okay they great I'll be linked in the show uh, yes description. so you can read them if they're still there obviously if they're not we're sorry there's no way for us to like keep these in, yeah. in, a, in a in a way that would be useful right. we don't have our own subreddit yet Right. maybe when we catch on fire then we will make our own subreddit It'll what are you great. talking maybe... about this podcast is lit it is i'm not saying it isn't <laughs> lit i'm just saying that like it can get more lit um maybe note to self we should go ahead and find the sub we should claim the subreddit aswayd while we're talking about it so there's that all right so we're, uh, we're gonna we're gonna d- discover these together we're gonna maybe debate i genuinely get the feeling we're probably going to agree on 90% of these if not 100% but we'll see how the clocks fall so oh okay well the first one on my list has been deleted (laughs) oh no 
Um, apparently it was deleted by moderators. So, um, I didn't think it was that spicy, but okay. All right. Well, we'll just, we'll just go to your first one then. Sure. Sounds good. And if you want to look at, see if you can find a new one to replace that, then that's fine too. Maybe this one is gone too. No, okay. So this one, <laughs> this one uh, is called AITI for telling my mom I don't want her with me the day of my surgery. Um, it looks like the judgment has already been cast, but I'm going to tell you about it anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll try and cut out some of the extraneous stuff, but uh, mm-hmm. to, to to condense it, mm-hmm. but. I, 21 female, need to have surgery in a few weeks. It is my first surgery and I'm pretty nervous, but looking forward to having the issue fixed. It is a same day surgery, so I just need someone to take me there and pick me up after. My mom, 54 female, said I could either pick her or my dad, 51 female. Important context, while dealing with the medical issue leading to the surgery, my mom has been very apathetic. My whole life, she has had a very limited emotional connection to me, even though she was there physically and took care of my needs. While having these medical episodes, she told me it was, quote unquote, just anxiety, no reason to go to the hospital, even before we knew the cause. And it, quote unquote, is ridiculous that I'm making a doctor's appointment for this. She insisted it was quote unquote, 100% anxiety. And then once I was diagnosed with the actual issue became very dismissive of that. She even said I was quote unquote competing with her because she also has an unrelated procedure coming up. She also gets personally offended when I reach out to other family members for support. For this reason, I chose my dad to get me from surgery and my mom was immediately hurt and upset. She kept pushing the issue about why I chose him. And I finally cracked and said, you are very dismissive of my pain and I don't want you at the hospital with me. She ignored me completely for the rest of the day and is still being weird. My dad also said I, quote, quote unquote, could have been nicer to her. So partially you feel like a terrible person, but I want to do what's best for my health in a very stressful time. So A-I-T-I. I'm going to go ahead and say, no, you're not the asshole. Absolutely not. I agree. Your mom is the asshole. Like sometimes some of these, it's like no one in the situation is the asshole, I feel <laughs> like. But this is, I feel like this is one of those cases where it's like, because it's a family member or something, Mm -hmm. people guilt you into feeling like you have to be okay with their actions or their treatment of you. And that is not the case. The Um, old blood is thicker than water kind of situation. If your family is toxic, you don't have to be a part of their lives and vice versa. And Mm -hmm. this this behavior is I mean of course everything that we say in this episode is subjective and Mm -hmm. our opinion only and Mm -hmm. neither of us are therapists or um professionals of of really any kind Um, legal disclaimer these are just our personal opinions on yes in podcast format for entertainment purposes so um but I will say that I think the part that made me almost the most upset about this is not even just that the mom was dismissive and all the things that she said to this girl, um, woman, the part that made me almost the almost madder than anything else is the dad saying, oh, you could have been nicer to her. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. Where were you when your child's mother was saying this shit to your kid? I hate this. This like, I watched this show. I watched this show that was on TLC. I forget what it was called, but it was something about like, it was a show about couples and 
the show and of course this is TLC so it's trashy as shit but um (laughs) (laughs) but it was like the guy in the relationship is quote-unquote a mama's boy so it's like extreme examples of like mothers being way too involved in their son's life and can the female partner because these are all heterosexual couples on the show can the can the the female partner handle this or not or can the mom learn to back off or not and so often the dad in this situation is just like totally hands off like well I you know like I can't help you in this situation like I you know doesn't seem to care at all that that his wife and the mother of his children are like inappropriately involved in their lives or whatever it's just like there's so many situations where dads are so hands off and yeah so like I mean I like I'm the not, not my circus not my monkeys kind of bullshit God, yeah. just like... and like I'm not in a relationship I'm not married so I you know I don't feel I'm not quote-unquote qualified to say like what a supportive relationship should be like that but I like if you if you're if your support is choosing between your partner and your children like that's gross like that's just Mm -hmm. gross and so like oh you could have been nicer to your mother are you kidding me your mother was gaslighting you about your medical health yes and then and then was more concerned that that it was a competing issue than an actual thing like no. I'm like, uh, bless, bless you, whoever you are for being lucky enough to catch it to, and, and have it be a thing where you can basically get outpatient surgery and just be mm-hmm. in and out on the same day. But like, whenever something like that happens, and the person just chooses to make it about their feelings instead of your feelings, that's fucked up to me. Like, yeah. that's, that will always be fucked up when like, people will because like this lady really has like zero legs to stand on and she Mm -hmm. doesn't even like she doesn't get any sort of like aid anyway because it's like you told her it was no big deal you said that it was like a thing that she shouldn't go to the doctor for Mm -hmm. she went to the doctor for it and they were like yeah we should operate and get this Mm -hmm. taken care of whatever Mm -hmm. it is and then you turned around and you were like I don't even know why you did that. It's not a big deal. Uh, It doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be a competition. I know I'm getting a surgery. So why do you need one? Blah, blah, blah. And then when the person says, "Um, I think my dad should take me. You can't turn around and be upset. You put zero stakes on the, on the the proverbial table here. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's ridiculous. Like, and that's, I mean, without getting too riled up about it, because you can already hear it in my voice. Like it's (laughs) ridiculous for you to be so callous and rude and cold. And then for someone to not choose you based on that and then be upset. Like you, like you are entitled to that, Mm -hmm. you know, and Mm -hmm. especially when you put up, put it in a, in a situation of saying like, well, who do you want me? Who do you want to go with you? Me or your dad? You gave me the option at that point. Mm-hmm. You didn't put forth a case of like, I would like to take you still because blah, blah reasons. Right. Like, right. You gave me the option. You can't be upset when I choose not you. Like, right. right. Well, and yeah. And like, I kind of scrolled the comments very quickly uh-huh. um, and said, like, the fact that somebody said the fact that she gave you two options and gets hurt when you pick the other one. Like, but also, this person is 21 years old. Mm hmm. This person could have picked literally anybody. So like, 
you know, saying that she, the mom gave her two options and she didn't like the one she picked, like she could literally have just left you out of the situation completely because mm-hmm. guess what? Your 21 year old daughter is a fucking adult. I mean, we can argue about, you know, adulting and all that shit, but, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so that just, yeah. But the, the, yeah. the consensus seems to be, as we have said, uh, that this poster is not the asshole. So, yeah, honestly, I think that I'm going to say that the, the poster is being an asshole to themselves for yeah. not standing up because mm-hmm. having having a piss poor parent like is not your I, fault. Is not your fault. Number one, speaking as someone who certified had two of them, if not more, you know, you're just you don't need to put that in in the world as far as like Mm -hmm. um as far as like worrying about if you are being the asshole for choosing an option or not Mm -hmm. so anyway yep all right well let's move on to the next one this one is very similar in some ways but but i'll i'll do it anyway so the the title of this one and there's an edit in the in the body of this one saying that there's a typo in the in the in the title so i'm gonna what a typo yeah so i'm gonna use the the correct what it's supposed to be Mm -hmm. um am i the asshole for confronting my best friend about how she makes me feel i female 17 have a best friend female 16 who will call louise louise and i unfortunately have very different Home lives, I grew up being able to get whatever I wanted while she grew up with a mom struggling to put food on the table. Of course, my family always helped out, but that's not the point. Whenever we talk about our problems, I always listen and offer advice when I can. I'm always there for her at all hours of the day, whenever she needs me. She does, she just does not do the same for me. Whenever I talk about my problems, she always kind of brushes it off as not important. She's never there for me, never has any advice or kind words, and kind of expects me to always be there for her. Another thing, we'll always make plans to hang out, but when it comes time to it, she's always, quote-unquote, busy with stuff. On more than one occasion, when she's told me she's, quote-unquote, busy with stuff, I found out that she's hanging out with other friends or her boyfriend. I finally confronted her about it. I told her exactly how she makes me feel and how it hurts when she brushes off my problems as not important because she had it worse and how it hurts when I find out she blew me off to hang out with her boyfriend slash other friends. She basically blew up on my face and said stuff like, quote unquote, you don't understand. I've had it so hard my entire life and have so many more problems than you. You're allowed to hang out with other friends when I'm allowed to hang out with other friends when I want. You've been spoon fed your entire life. You just don't get it. I get that I've had a better home life than her, but I don't think it was justified for her to blow up in my face like that. So we're uh, NTA. That's that's my ruling on this. Just listening, like my snap judgment is NTA. Now mm-hmm. I will say this: I know that when it comes to these kinds of issues it is hard because you are essentially only getting one side of the story. Correct. Uh, And it is very easy for someone to paint themselves in a quote unquote, more sympathetic light Mm -hmm. with these kinds of things. That being said, my, my lovely therapist has given me a great phrase for this kind of stuff. And it's essentially just like an emotional investment. You think about it as having like a joint bank account when you are very close friends with somebody Mm -hmm. and you have to just 
you have to basically take stock of who is putting how much into this quote unquote emotional bank account. Mm -hmm. And if you're okay with that level, whether it be mm-hmm. you're doing more or they're being doing more, or it feels so close to to, to even that it doesn't matter. You mm-hmm. have to make sure you're okay with that. And if you ever aren't, you need to speak up. Mm-hmm. And this is, I can see why you said that this one is like the last one and that it is essentially uh, a, a narcissistic behavior, turning it back around on yeah. the person that is confronting. Like it's, right. it's a, it's a super narcissistic thing in my opinion, mm-hmm. when people, make their when when people are confronted with something and they spin it to make it about them Mm -hmm. uh in you know like you know in like a certain way like here this person is like you don't get it I've had it hard my entire life I should be allowed to hang out with friends all true statements however it is it costs you nothing emotionally at least it should not to say hey I want to hang out with my boyfriend or, hey, I want to hang out with other friends. Mm-hmm. The fact that you have to basically pretend to agree to the plans and then say later that you're quote unquote busy with stuff when you guys are supposed to be very close friends mm-hmm. means that you are very cavalier and uncaring about that person's feelings. Because if you weren't, you would just out and out say, I want to hang out with my boyfriend on Wednesday. Sorry about it. Like, you know, like I feel like that would be less of a, an issue if you just came, like this person, Louise, right. came out and just said that. Right. But like to make it this fucking lie, essentially, is what mm-hmm. it is, is mm-hmm. you can't turn that, try and turn that around and be like, well, I've had my life like, like right. having a hard life does not grant you the ability to be shitty to other people. Right. Point blank period. Yeah. I also think that like, it's, it's something we do in our culture a lot is sort of pain Olympics. Mm-hmm. Um, so like saying well my pain is worse than yours so I don't want to hear about yours because like I would kill to have your level of struggle or whatever Mm -hmm. um it just like it's not it doesn't work like that and I definitely get it like I definitely feel that sometimes where I'm just like oh you know I have it better than some people so I'm not going to complain about what I have but we all have struggle and we all have pain and we all have Mm -hmm. like trauma in our lives thousand percent so like it doesn't help to start competing with other people about what level you're at Mm -hmm. um and I also think that like if you know again we have to go with what we have here we can't we don't we can't know the whole situation but um you know if you are genuinely if this person is genuinely always quote-unquote there for this person and the hard life that they have had but like every time you make plans with her she bails on it like that's that's emotionally manipulative and like Mm -hmm. that's not great and like you said I I like that idea of an emotional bank account um I like to think that like not every relationship is 50 50 all the time um I I think like for me I I sort of hope that like it balances out eventually, but, but you, your therapist has taken it even a step further, I think to say like, it doesn't have to be 50, 50 or 60, 40, or like whatever. It just has to be a level that you're both comfortable with. Right. And so like, 
yeah, maybe you're okay with being quote unquote there for this person more than they are quote unquote there for you. Um, but, but like, this seems like she's basically blown you off all the time, but still expects you to be her emotional, like, support. Yeah, and right. that's like, that's even worse so, than just like, than just some of the other stuff. Of, like, right. And it's like, if you're okay with that, then, and who, then far be it for me to judge you on that front. But there's a thing too, where it's like, people seem to believe that because they were okay with it in the past, that they don't have a leg to stand on about being okay with it in the future. And that's Mm -hmm. also wholly untrue. Mm -hmm. Like not to compare it to like a sex thing, but you're allowed to withdraw consent at any point for any reason. Like, Mm -hmm. so if you're okay with your, like, I'm not saying that this is the scenario, but I'm just saying in general, if you're okay with your friends being like treating you like a fucking doormat, in 2014 but that shit doesn't fly for you in 2021 they can point back to it and say well you were okay with it then and it's like you're right I was okay with it then I'm not now mm-hmm. and that's perfectly valid like right I think I think that again like going back to sort of societal norms or whatever like we have this idea that changing isn't okay um or that you know change especially changing your stance on something changing your opinion on something um is is frowned upon because it like supposedly makes you look like I don't know that you you can't make up your own mind or that you're easily manipulated or swayed and it's like no maybe I just got more information Mm -hmm. and have changed my mind and I think like I would love to see us normalize that more of like being able to say I have learned more about this thing and my opinion has changed on it or I have experienced some things that have made me deal with these kinds of situations differently or you know I've gotten to a point in my life where I don't want that kind of treatment anymore I kind of like didn't like it at the time but I let it happen and now I don't want that to happen anymore um or whatever it is and so um yeah I think using using your past against you in that way is really shitty too but yeah um so yeah well I hope I hope that this person um I don't know I hope that they have come to some sort of resolution and or um you know realized that that maybe this friend is not worth it because uh, mm-hmm. that's okay too um yeah. it's and it's okay to move away from this friend for a while and maybe you'll find your way back and maybe you won't um I also think that that's that's a thing it's it's sad but you know sometimes friends aren't meant to be friends forever um and that doesn't mean that your friendship wasn't worth it or um a waste of time but just doesn't meet your needs um in the current moment so yeah all right well let's uh leave that one behind uh i picked this one with you specifically in mind okay um this one is would i be the asshole if i refuse work apart from my available schedule I started working at a gas station deli for almost six uh, months now. When I first started, I said my availability was only on the weekends. 
After I learned everything and got comfortable being alone, I was asked to cover a day or two here and there. I said it was fine. I can see how that puts me in the wrong, but I seemed, but it seemed like it was a one-time thing since it was my coworkers were getting COVID shots. I should also include that there's only four of us. Well, every month it seems like someone was getting COVID shots and I was doing a lot of covering. I'm already vaccinated. Six months into it now, my coworker casually brings up that if I'm available, she would like to take some days off before the summer ends and once summer is over, if I would consider extra days for the holidays. I just said, I will have to see. I feel bad because these are women 50 plus who work five days a week and I only work the week only work the weekends. There's an SP there. He says I only week the weekends, but I fixed it in my brain. But this job has become more than what I wanted. And although it's just covering, I feel like I'm being ignored since there is a moment of acknowledgement that I was only supposed to work weekends, but they asked me anyway. Would I be the asshole if I say no to extra days from now on? Uh, I'll let you say what you want. <laughs> this is a great, this is a great example of where like setting and keeping boundaries makes you feel like in the wrong mm-hmm. um because absolutely not when you gave when you started this job you said you could only work weekends and they hired you to like with that knowing that with knowing that so for you to cover other shifts here and there like if you want if you're available to do that absolutely if they say that you'll you'll get fired if you don't, that's not great. Technically legal, um, but at the same time, like I look at that as kind of like I don't want to work for an employer who would do that kind of shit. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, but but this sort of case where it's like this job is already more than I wanted it to be. I came into it with everyone understanding that I would only work weekends and now I'm being asked to work a lot more than that. Am I the asshole if I say no? Absolutely not. Um, And then this whole idea of like, I feel bad because these women are 50 plus who work five days a week. That's what they signed up for. Mm -hmm. So like, I absolutely understand this feeling of feeling bad for like leaving people in the lurch or like, giving more work to other people or whatever, but they signed up to work five days a week and you signed up to work only the weekends and everyone understood that going into this and for everybody to like want something different now is like, yeah, if you wanted to do it, that would be fine. But if you don't want to do it, that's also fine because that is what you said from the beginning. Sure. I, I, I agree. Um, I have been in this situation where I felt an immense amount of guilt for wanting to take off or, or adjusting my schedule and saying that I'm not available this time or that time. And I've uh, been asked to cover times and had to like whinge and think about it and, and be like, well, I want to be a team player because these are people that mm-hmm. I care about. And, like, these are my mm-hmm. work friends because like, honestly, in almost every job that I've had, my friends and my coworkers was all like became a huge Venn diagram. Mm-hmm. It was like a huge Venn diagram of where a lot of those people were like people that I worked yeah. with, but they were also my friends. Mm-hmm. So when someone was like, hey, would you cover for me? I want to go do this thing. I felt a bit more compelled because I was like, well, this is a friendship level thing, not just a co-work level, co-work yeah. level thing. 
Yeah. And I'm, I'm not at all saying that I regret, you know, saying yes to any mm-hmm. of those things, but it's like, you also mm-hmm. have to remember that like, ultimately, like, or like taking off for my birthday or going out to Minnesota or whatever. And it's like, I understand that like now my, my level of work then goes over to someone else. It's so it becomes someone else, someone else's problem while I'm away. And it's like, that's part of the job, mm-hmm. you know? And when they, yeah. they leave, I get their stuff. Like it's, right. it's a give and take kind of situation. Mm-hmm. So yeah, unfortunately you got to kind of yeah. be assertive even if people are going to be shitty about it and it's like it sucks that you potentially are exposing yourself to a situation where uh you may sour your relationship with your coworkers, but at the end of the day they're not necessarily paying your bills so like right yeah I think that's that's something I've been thinking about a lot is um this idea of having close friends at work um, or this idea of like your workplace saying like, but we're family here um, or stuff like that. And it's just mm-hmm. like, it's, that's a really easy way to take advantage of you because of that, because it plays on your sympathies of like, well, I care about these people. So I'm going to do whatever I can to help them out. And that's great. And I'm not saying you shouldn't help people. You absolutely should help people when you can mm-hmm. and want to. Mm-hmm. Um, but you shouldn't do it at the expense of yourself. Um, This is where being quote unquote selfish is okay. Um, That you selfish is, has a very negative connotation Mm -hmm. generally. I just wanted to point this out real quick, but like Mm -hmm. it can be a positive thing. Mm -hmm. Like you Mm -hmm. should be selfish with your feelings. Like you Mm -hmm. should, like if you feel a certain way about it, you shouldn't necessarily uh, have to apologize for those feelings. Now, if your feelings are infringing on another person's rights and you feel like your God-given right, looking directly at a a ton of Americans, is to be able to um, give those opinions without any sort of recompense, then congratulations, you're an asshole. But like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, um, it is not necessarily bad to be selfish. Yeah. It's th- it depends on where and how you're being selfish that makes right. it bad. If you're being selfish is not harming anybody and making them work their assigned shift is not hurting them mm-hmm. <laughs> in this case. You know, not covering your friend's shift at work is not hurting them, even if it it is like, you know, they needed to go to something. Um it, yeah, I mean, again, this is, but I've been thinking again about like friendships at work and it's like, it's so hard to not have friendships at work because if you, I don't know, I just feel like it's so boring and so sad to go through the day, like barely talking to anybody um, and not ever having a moment of levity or like, you know, someone to roll your eyes at because you and they hear the boss saying the same thing again, or, you know, like they're just, they're work friendships that like make it more fun and interesting to be at work. Correct. But at the same time, if you get really close to people at your job, it can be really hard to, um, I don't know, separate yourself from, from that, that sort of relationship if, and when needed. You know, and I, I think about this a lot because as HR, I have to be fairly neutral in a lot of situations. 
and I have to, you know, do what's best legally and for everybody involved. And sometimes that means that an employee doesn't get what they want. (laughs) Um, And when those people are your friends, it's hard, but you have to do it. And so, yeah, I've just been thinking a lot about that. So, and how you feel bad about it, but yeah, yeah, no, I definitely, it's a hard play. Yeah. I definitely agree that uh, this person is not the asshole is not the asshole for saying they only want to work weekends. Yeah. So just to kind of boil that one down for you real quick. Um, I'm actually going to jump if you are okay in, in line here. Sure. Okay, Cause I found one that I actually, uh, cause I, I get the feeling that uh, a lot of these are going to be the same, but like mm-hmm. I, I found one that was a little controversial to me last okay. night and I was like, eh, no, and it didn't make the initial cut. But like, as we were talking, I was like, you know what? No, let's fucking talk about this one. Sure. So I'm really curious. Okay. okay. This one is AITI for not caring about my kids sneaking out late. Mm. Sort of a throwaway because I don't know if my kids even check my old Reddit or not. <laughs> I, 33 female, have two stepkids, both boys, one 16, one 12. And before anyone tries to say I'm a shitty step parent who shouldn't be nosing it on their lives since I'm not a bio parent, I've raised them since they were four and literally zero. Okay, that's her words, not mine. Uh, last night, I walked past my oldest room to head to the kitchen for a late night snack. I overheard him whispering to somebody, so I snuck around to make sure it wasn't an intruder or anything. He was just talking to his boyfriend, who was telling him how they were going to hang out at another kid's house until morning, asking if he wanted to come. I honestly didn't care. It was some kid only a few blocks down, so I knew he'd be fine. I stopped eavesdropping once I knew he'd be safe, got my snack, and went back to bed. The next morning, my husband went to wake my son up since he'd made family breakfast, which we only do on Thursdays and weekends. He wasn't there. My husband freaked out and was going to give him a very heated, angry phone call. I told him that he'd snuck out to go around the block and that he was with trustworthy friends and I was fine. And I was fine. I also explained how I learned this info. My husband is still pissed that I, quote unquote, don't care about our son's well-being. I told him that kids sneak out and that he snuck out as a kid. He brought up his parents fighting, saying that that was why he snuck out as a kid. I told him that he still snuck out with me, even after he was removed from his parents' poor care. He refused to continue the convo, but also agreed not to punish our son until we come to a mutual agreement, which I'm fine with. He still thinks I'm the asshole despite this, though. I care about my son, but I also think punishment is silly and unnecessary. AITI. Additional information, I meant to tell him first thing, but I accidentally slept in. I was woken up by the shouting. Sorry for the lack of clarification. So I want to know how you feel about this one. Hmm. Yeah, this one's definitely not as straightforward as the other ones we've done, Mm -hmm. um, in my opinion. Um, It looks like people have labeled this person the asshole. And I absolutely understand why. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think the fact that this is a step parent has very little bearing on the situation. I agree. Particularly with the information that it sounds like she's been their quote unquote mother pretty much their whole lives. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like this it, it, at that point, like when you've been raising a child for like an extended period of time, whether they're biological or step at that point, no longer matters. They are a parent. Like, right. Yeah. I think, um, you know, I, I can think of situations where like kids are basically adults or very late in their teens when you come into their life as a step parent. And so at that, at that point, mm-hmm. I would understand, like, if this was a person who just married their father or whatever, 
I think that feels a little bit different to me, but, um, but only because like, I don't know, maybe not because they're still under their roof or whatever, but like, you know, um, like, okay, this is kind of a sidetrack, but like, I don't want to have children. And mm-hmm. people have said, well, would you date somebody with children? And I said, no, because I don't want to be a stepmother. And they said, well, what if you, what if they were adult children? Which the fact that I could date somebody who has adult children is just, can we not talk about it? Um, <laughs> I'm still 20, right? Um, <laughs> but, you know, like in that case, I wouldn't feel like I could mother that person because they're an adult, you know, mm. like. But yeah, I, I, I feel like whether this person is a step parent or a biological parent or an adopted parent or, you know, whatever it is, I don't really care about that part of the story. Yeah. Um, I also like, if this was a single parent and this was what they, how they chose to, to deal with the situation, I also wouldn't care. Um, I think the fact that that she wasn't on the same page about it as her husband um, is the, is the issue for me. Mm-hmm. I you know I don't I I had a friend in high school whose mother would always say like I hope that you sneak out of the house at some point before you graduate high school hmm. and it was interesting and she was like okay but what if I get caught and she was like oh you'll get punished if you get caught. But like, it was just sort of a like, as your parent, I have to punish you. But Mm -hmm. also like, I also know that you need experiences in your life. Um, And so like, it's not necessarily a free pass to just sneak out. No, it's not a free pass. But but it's it's saying that like, I hope you do try this because I feel like it's like a a right of, it's a right of passage for the American teenager kind of shit. Right, right. It was sort of like, I hope you do something somewhat risky in high school not too risky not endangering your safety but I hope you do something stupid as Mm -hmm. a teenager because every teenager does something stupid is kind of what um I felt like she was saying and you know for for people like me and for people that I was friends with who were like 40 when we were 12 (laughs) um I sort of understood the the rationale of like please do something stupid while you're a teenager because you, you, you already seem like an adult and you need to have fun experiences Mm -hmm. as a teenager. Um, so, you know, like, I, I feel like, um, I feel like to me, the biggest thing is not that she overheard this and let him sneak out and, and didn't do anything about it you know, I don't know the whole situation of why she thought that he would be safe, you know, whatever. Um, I have to take her word for it because that's all I have. So I don't right, even really same. care about that that much. It's more mm-hmm. just, yeah, the fact that she and her husband are not on the same page about this. I feel like without being a parent or married, my, like my inclination in the situation would be to like, go to my husband and be like, okay, this just happened. I just mm-hmm. walked by blank's room and like heard this and like, I don't know about you, but like, I know he'll You're be feeling 22. There. like, <laughs> and just, you know, like letting him know the situation 
Um, and again, I don't even think it has to be like, you're the dad. So like you decide, but it's more mm-hmm. just like, we are two people co-parenting these children together. So, and I know co-parenting is usually used for people who aren't together, but whatever. Like, what do you think we should do? I don't, you know, my opinion is that like, he can go do it. It's whatever. Um, the fact that it's a weeknight is a little bit weird to me, but maybe this mm-hmm. was summer. So that matters less, but yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that's to me the biggest thing. And cause clearly, clearly the dad is very upset about this and is very mm-hmm. upset at his wife for this and mm-hmm. the kid. And I do, I do sort of like the idea that, um, the dad is waiting to, to punish the kid until the parents come to some agreement about it because yes. Um, I think that's, I think that's a good way to parent again, not being one, um, that it's so easy to play your parents off of each other if they're not in the, Mm -hmm. they're not in agreement on stuff like that. So yeah, I, I think to me, that's where it's, she's the asshole. I like you, I think I can see this both sides. Like I agree. I never snuck out, but I did like pseudo run away from home uh and by that I mean I went as far as I felt comfortable with going and refused to come home in a timely manner but did end up coming home before the 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 house was locked up Mm -hmm. um but I've also had situations where like my uncle got drunk and locked us out of the house and also uh hooked the screen door because he was like I think he got drunk and was like upset that we were out or something. I don't remember what it was, but he did that. And so we had to like mm-hmm. essentially like break into our own house. Cause it's like, we had keys, but like we couldn't get to the door with the keys because the screen door was locked, you know? Mm-hmm. So like we had to like mm-hmm. literally like Shawshank redemption our way in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like obviously not actually that. Cause we didn't like, like use a spoon to break down a wall slowly <laughs> over the course of the night. But you get what I'm saying is we yes. had to break into our own house. And it was ridiculous. Yes. And I think that that was like a worthwhile experience to have as like a kid, you know, like having a situation like that, even though I wouldn't wish that on anyone, like I don't, mm-hmm. would never want someone for that to happen, but I'm kind of grateful that I had the experience because of stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can totally see where like, just being like, Hey, listen, I know he's safe. It's not a big deal. Can resonate in your head and go, what's the big deal? Mm-hmm. But like, it, it, because you're like, okay, well, I know who the kids are, blah, blah, blah. Like, mm-hmm. they're going to be safe. It's just like a 16 year old sneaking out. But my issue is twofold. Number one is like, why do you, why does your son feel like he necessarily needs to sneak out? Yeah. Why couldn't he just come to you, even if it was late to be like, like, I guess, th- like, that that paints to me that mm-hmm. there may be some underlying stuff going on. Yeah, that's a very Because, like, I, I, would, I would hope that, like, while, like, I know we just talked all this, like, rosy shit about sneaking out, like, you know, <laughs> putting the proverbial ladder up to your, like, girlfriend's window and helping her <laughs> climb the ladder down or whatever so you can go to the sock hop super late at night. But, like... <laughs> In the same vein, like, yeah. I would hope that, like, if I ever do become a parent, my my kid would at least feel some sort of desire to confront me and say, hey, can I go to this place? I know it's right. late. 
like blah, right. blah, blah. Um, maybe it's because I mean, the, the context is is king in here and there's not a lot that we have. Like, we don't know mm-hmm. how late it really was. Like, was this mm-hmm. 11 o'clock late or was this like two in the morning late where right. they weren't going to come to you because everyone's asleep and mm-hmm. they just want to go and be a teenager outside living wild and free or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and my other issue is that like, if you heard this going on, why your first instinct wasn't to go wake up your husband and say, hey, just so you know, this happened. Right. Um, and again, context is king and we don't have a lot of it. So like, mm-hmm. we don't know if this person is a heavy sleeper or if they tried to wake him up and couldn't or whatever, mm-hmm. or like they could have left like some sort of note on the door so that when he woke up to be like, hey, Connor is gone. Like, I know yeah. where he went. It's cool. We can talk about it. W- wake me up if you want to, or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. So like letting, I, I mean, even though that I brought up that my issue is that the kid kind of feels like he's in the necessary steps to, to sneak out. Mm-hmm. Um, my real issue is that like, she just innocently slept in, but still didn't include her husband. Right. The knowledge because yeah. that would be terrifying. Like if I, right. if I well, if I, and I'm just talking about my own experiences here. If I walked into the bird room and my birds were gone, I would fucking panic. Like I would be turning everything over being like, did they get out of their cage? Mm -hmm. Like what's going on? And then if like, not to say that Steph would do this, but if Steph was like, oh yeah, like, oh yeah, Marsha wanted to borrow them for like a project that she's doing at work. So like, they're totally fine. there with Marsha. Like you can't just make that decision over my head. You can include me, you know, like, I'm only including the birds, not to be ridiculous, but like, that's the only life experience that I have. Like, those are living things that we have together, you know, but like, you got to include, you got to include the other person in this. So like, I see where she wants to not be the asshole, but like, you can't just like think that it's cool just because you know them, you know, like you got to at least loop your partner in on it. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like a, you are the asshole, but like, in a in a softer way than I'm sure most people are assholes on this website you know right like yeah like this isn't condemning you to a life of assholery right. <laughs> this this speaks to the fact that you and your husband have some communication issues y'all need to work out yeah whether it's just this one thing or others we don't know right but. so all right I'll let you go back over okay All right, so my next one is, am I the asshole for insisting on a dishwasher and not wanting to hand wash dishes? And I know, I knew without looking at your face what you were, uh, (laughs) what face you were going to make. Because, spoiler alert, there is no dishwasher in the Robinson household. No, Um, there is. His name is Sherrick Robinson. (laughs) (laughs) There is no electric dishwasher. Um, But upon reading this one, it's way more complicated than that. Good, I was hoping so. just Just from the question itself, I was like, okay, whatever. But then reading it, I was like, no, I definitely have an opinion on this. And the situation is very, very different from yours. So anyway, okay. 
Our dishwasher broke in November of last year. Rather than replacing it, my husband requested that we hand wash them. Now, I really don't like doing dishes. We have two boys in their early teens who run through a lot of them, so I wasn't really digging this. He said that he finds hand washing therapeutic, that he would really like to do this, and said this would be his designated chore. I'm usually the one that cleans the rest of the house, so I agreed. He was excited. We looked high and low for the best dish drying rack, and he was set to go. It started off fine with them being done consistently every night after I cooked. Then it was every other night or every third night. Then I started to have having to do the dishes because they weren't getting done. He would hear the garbage disposal and run in insisting that he finish them and I didn't have to do it. Kids didn't meet his standards, so he so they don't do them. It's been about once or twice a week since March that they're washed. I've asked to replace the dishwasher numerous times and each time he says he doesn't want one. I'm not thrilled, but just figured this is his thing. And at some point the novelty will wear off and he will realize this isn't ideal for us. This week our faucet went out and the water pressure is zero. There's a sink full of dishes from Monday. We don't know what day this is, so that's not helpful. All week. Well, actually, hold on. This says it was posted three days ago. Okay. So Friday, mm-hmm. Thursday. Okay. We Basically, basically a work week's full of dishes yes. for, for four people. All week, he says he will handle it, but hasn't. The replacement part was supposed to be here today, but it didn't come as expected. I started to load all the dishes up to do them in the laundry room. He comes in insisting he do them and we get into an argument. I tell him I wouldn't be stressed if we just had a dishwasher. He says that I'm not respecting his boundaries regarding not buying one and that it's rude. I won't compromise and just be on board with hand washing and it's my way or the highway. If I suddenly decided I didn't want a dryer because line drying is my favorite chore, would I have a right to insist everyone be okay with it if laundry is piling up? Do I have a right to put unnecessary work on others just because it's my preference, especially if I insist on taking over when they do them? I asked him this and he just stared for a minute and then quietly said, we can get a dishwasher. I thought I was right, but maybe I'm not actually being reasonable and I should just happily wash the dishes when he lets me. Let's me. You, that was my own addition. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't fight often. Money for the dishwasher isn't an issue. I feel like this is beyond silly. Am I the asshole? And I know some people prefer hand washing to machine. We've always had one. This was introduced like a new household adventure. Edit. I just want to add that, yes, I feel like this dishwasher situation is silly, but he is one of the good ones. This is just a weird hang up that's pretty out of character. So I picked this one because in a way it is silly, but in a way it's really not silly. Uh, You want to judge first? You want me to. (laughs) You go for it. All right. This lady is not the asshole. Super not. And I will also go as far to say that your husband, uh, Trusted Sanctuary, is not, quote-unquote, one of the good ones. Sorry about it. At least not from my perspective. And my opinion probably means dick all to you, but his the minute that he made this about my boundaries are that we not have a dishwasher anymore. Motherfucker, do you know that with dishwashers, you can still hand wash the dishes? Like, so, okay, so, like, 
y'all didn't get to see this. Amelia probably saw it out of the corner of her eye. But when she started mentioning it, like how delighted he was about washing the dishes and that he would, it would be his designated chore, I started punching the air because I was so fucking upset because I knew exactly what was going to happen mm-hmm. when he said, this would be my quote unquote designated chore is that mm-hmm. it would become a thing that he did. Mm-hmm. And then the novelty wore off mm-hmm. and he started doing it every other day and then the novelty wore off. And then it was every, it, then it was like three days and then the novelty wore off and you're stuck in a situation where you have no faucet, your water pressure's at zero and you have dishes from Monday for yourself, for him and two teenage boys that have probably just been sitting in the sink, crusty and gross. Like, are you fucking kidding me, my dude? And then the best part about this to me, the best part, I'm in clapping mode right now. (laughs) This motherfucker waits for you to finally, like the, the finally like snap and try and do them yourself to butt in and get upset with you for trying to do the thing that he was not doing, that Mm -hmm. he promised he was going to do. Mm -hmm. My dude, I'm sorry that like, and this gets in, when I said that your husband's not one of the good ones, I'm sure he doesn't beat you. I'm sure that like, that's fine. But guess what? That doesn't make him one of the good ones. If he's a gaslighting, manipulative piece of shit over a dishwasher that y'all can afford... Wait till some other shit pops off. You're going to find like where his weird hangups that are quote unquote out of character really come from. Mm -hmm. Like this dude is being big ridiculous. And like the fact that he's treating it as if like, I didn't, I never wanted a dishwasher and I want to do the dish. Like, okay, great. Then here's what you can do. I will wash my dishes and my son's dishes in the dishwasher. And your dishes that you create, you can wash by hand, my dude. Mm-hmm. Because it's that important to you. Mm-hmm. You can do your own dishes, literally. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you are not the asshole. Your husband is not one of the good ones. He just doesn't. He treats you nicer than most pieces of shit treat their spouses. That, like, anytime I hear the phrase, he's one of the good ones, I think okay, but what bar are we using? Mm-hmm. Because so that's why, usually, like, I, usually it's to, a low bar. <laughs> yeah, sorry to keep going. I, please don't call me one of the good ones. Please don't, because but it is sure. the most, no, because it's the most <laughs> cringe thing that you could possibly, one of the cr- most cringe. Okay, here are, here's here's a lesson to, for, for you, my pod, my lovely podcast friends, to get to know uh, the share a calf of Amelia and share what are you doing? There are, there's a short list of things that you can say to me that are cringe as fuck. And I, I'm sorry if you don't like me saying the phrase cringe as fuck, but I'm saying it. On that list is calling me the whitest black person you know, any sort of Oreo, uh, any sort of like, like you think that like this is a funny thing to say because I'm, I'm black and your insert ethnicity or like race here and then on that list is also putting words in my mouth and then also saying that I'm one of the good ones why because like I don't fucking deserve some compliment for treating people with basic 
human fucking decency. Yeah, like, that's usually what that means. It's basically what it means is that like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be known as Sherrick, the guy who doesn't emotionally beat or abuse his wife. Like, I want to be known as Sherrick, Steph's husband. Like, can we just mm-hmm. put that there? Like, yeah, I know that it's coming from a place of compliment, but it means fuck all other than like, right. I am, I am, I am treating my wife with basic human or anyone really mm-hmm. with basic human decency right that should be the fucking floor for that yeah and the fact that it that people dare to use their grubby little shit heel paws to dig into that floor to be like i'm one of the good ones because i only beat my wife when the packers lose like you know like that's yeah yeah that's usually what that phrase means is one of the good ones meaning like he's a decent person and pre treats you decently whereas to me i would say my definition of quote-unquote one of the good ones would be that plus a whole hell of a lot more which is maybe why i'm single um <laughs> it is super not well i mean <laughs> Um, no like okay no i mean that's not for this podcast i mean my opinions on that is not for this podcast my bar is high enough that not many people all right is what i meant by that okay good i was Um, like i was like let's have a podcast about that (laughs) my definition of what makes a good guy quote unquote is way more than just basic human decency and that is my bar is too high for most people. So, um, unfortunately, no, it uh, should be because you like you like when you bring your bar down, you you aren't serving yourself. Yeah, you're yeah. not like yeah, you're goes you're back not to the selfish and boundaries and stuff like that. So. Right, like yeah. you're you're really not doing yourself a service by being like, well. Mm-hmm. This guy has Nazi tattoos, but he's really interested in taking me to the Philharmonic. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, that's not. Like, no. maybe don't go out with the motherfucker with straight up Nazi tattoos in full view of everybody. Like, or the dude who like pulled your arm aside and said, "If you ever do this again, I'll fucking kill you." After a really, really nice date, and you just made a joke that was seemingly pretty innocuous. Like, maybe let's not pull the bar down for those kinds of people. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like, so yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I I liked this one, or I picked this one. I shouldn't say I like it, but is that yeah? Like, I like the idea. I like the idea of like sharing chores with your partner and coming to agreement about them because sometimes it matches up that way where it's like I hate washing dishes but they really like it Mm -hmm. I hate doing you know vacuuming but I'm fine with doing laundry and he's the opposite way so we just take those on as our chores and we do them and I'm like I like that idea I think that's a great idea but only if everybody sticks to that agreement um and that's the problem here is that now his choice has consequences and effects on other people Mm -hmm. um if he lived alone fuck you do your dishes how you want your dishwasher breaks and you don't want to get a new one i don't give a shit you do you the environmentalist in me wants you to get a dishwasher because it saves a lot of water but um (laughs) 
but yeah, like, I don't, I don't give a shit, but this choice that you made to not replace the dishwasher when you have the space and hookups and money for it is affecting a lot of other people, not only stress, but also just physical environment, which causes stress, um, how, how tidy or, or disorganized your space is does a lot to your mental health mm-hmm. um so to their boys as well yeah and that like his choice has like a lot of consequences and this is where like we can get into some other things but i won't about mm-hmm. um where individual choice no longer matters when it affects the whole mm-hmm you can you can have you can have that opinion and say this is my individual thought process on that however you have to weigh that against the whole yep and, and recognize that it does affect the whole which i think correct. is part of the problem here is that he's not really paying attention and this is a question that i have about the way in which we as a society raise boys um because this seems to be such a common thread of men not and uh, i don't want to get into not all men and blah 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 but this is a generalization that i found to be true a lot of the time Mm -hmm. um that men have to often be told when to do certain chores because they don't see it until it's pointed out to them. I um, can agree with this. Yes. Um, I will be honest. I can, I'll put my hand up and say, I will agree with this. Yeah. Um, and so it, it makes me wonder how are we as a society or as parents or norms around parenting or school plays into this too raising boys to not notice these kinds of things because it cannot be a genetic thing it's not like girls are trained to notice any tiny change in their environment because it keeps them safe Mm -hmm. and whether that's the people around them or just the smallest little thing about like that sections dirty that section of the carpet being dirty is probably not going to get them killed but because overall you're just trained to notice every tiny little thing to keep you safe you notice those things too Mm -hmm. um and and i think you know what are the ways in which mothers do things for their sons so that they don't even recognize that it's been been done for them and then all of a sudden it's on them to have to do it um what are the ways in which we have raised boys to like expect the women in their lives to do the work for them um Uh, can i real quick just throw something in here Mm -hmm. so um the other night uh myself and my mother-in-law and her boyfriend and a friend of ours went and saw gabriel iglesias he is a Mexican comedian. He's very funny, uh, very centrist. 
which neither here, I guess, is here, there, there. Uh, and he typically has an opener, which is his buddy, Martin. Uh, he's told stories about him. So if you are familiar with uh, Enrique, uh, Enrique, apparently they're like related in some way, but Gabriel, um, Gabriel was talking about one of his opening jokes was about how he was really the only man in the house because I'm assuming his dad wasn't around. And so his mother would always go to his sisters and say, like, say, you do this for Martine, you do that for Martine. Or like, so she, like, his, like, I think what he said was like, his mother would walk in the room and say, Martine, are you hungry? And he'd go, yeah. And then he, then she'd yell at his older sisters and go make him make him food right now and he was like do you think that i stood up for my sister's like rights and this and that absolutely not i was like hey give me a, a sandwich and some chips like that kind of thing like you know mm-hmm. and it's like it's it's something that is ingrained in both men and women i think right. based off yeah. of that like you know that joke That's- mostly but like yeah. also like i've had times where steph uh, has come to me and said hey can you do blah blah this is a thing and i'm like well i think that that can maybe be micro uh, shrunk down to uh, a situation of like, you know, I don't really look at the grass at the same level that the way Steph looks at the grass. So she sees it to be this high when I see it to be this high, you know, and Mm -hmm. I'm putting my hands Mm -hmm. like farther apart. And Mm -hmm. so like, it's a situation where it's like, I using that example specifically, I'm like, I am happy to do it when you want it done, but mm-hmm. I, I also don't know when you are bothered by it versus when you're mm-hmm. not. So maybe there just needs to be a conversation where mm-hmm. I learn what that level is for you, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. But like, I agree with you as a whole that it is a, a huge thing where right. like, and, and it's so fucking heartbreaking to me what you said about how women noticing every little detail because it saves their lives. And it's like, men don't have to worry about, at least not white men, um, don't have to worry about that nearly at the same level any woman on the planet does mm-hmm. or any trans person or non-binary person. We have to throw mm-hmm. those in there now too, because like mm-hmm. we can't pretend that people aren't being attacked because it's like, well, that that person, I can't really tell what they are. They, they're a mm-hmm. freak or whatever. And I'm obviously mm-hmm. saying that as, as a bigoted person right. and not as my own self, but like it's mm-hmm. terrifying that that's a thing. Right. Yeah. So I, I just think a lot about that, about I think a lot about the way that we raise kids, um, which is weird since I don't want to do that, Mm -hmm. but just thinking about the ways in which like the way we raise children in these gender norms without even realizing that we're doing it and that it leads to these kinds of things um and so so yeah like I I completely like every most women are would read this and go yep I knew that's what would happen just as you said as I was starting to read it and that's so fucking sad and like it's just yeah I yeah I just I feel really bad for this person because again if it if the story had ended with he really finds washing dishes therapeutic and he's going to do it. And then he did it. If the story ended that way, great. Awesome. There's no problem with you not having a dishwasher. Mm -hmm. You may still wanted one, but now you don't really like need one or whatever. And that's great. 
But, right. If we, if we were in a situation where you were the asshole because you were so hounding him and he was staying on top of it, right. then you're the asshole. But like, right. if it, in this situation, no, you are no. you are no. super not. You're with uh, someone mm-hmm. who is being a bit manipulative. Right. Well, and, we and the thing that I also really like about this one is, and I hadn't read that far when I picked this. Mm-hmm. Um, I just read enough for it to be like, I wanted one. He didn't, he didn't follow through. I still wanted one, but he didn't. Um, But the example of like the example that she gives him about a dryer and no longer drying their clothes, um, but then no longer doing laundry because of that or whatever, would that, would that be okay? And him saying he just stared for a minute and then quietly said we can get a dishwasher you know what you know what that reminds me of that's some fucking flintstones level petty shit because you (laughs) like if you watch the flintstones fucking fred would put his foot down my way or the highway and wilma would find some clever ass way to be like well you said this so now this is happening and Mm -hmm. he'd realize what it is that the fuck that he said and what he's giving up Mm -hmm. like it's it's very lissa to me Mm-hmm. In a in a way yeah. that I really enjoy. Yeah, I mean, this is this is a yeah. The Flintstones is a great example. It's also a very uh, going back further a, a good example of like the Honeymooners, which is very mm-hmm. similar. The Flintstones were kind of based on that in a way. But yeah, no, like because I, I could just picture this guy, and I'm sorry, but I'm picturing you as a white dude, like. <laughs> in khaki shorts like I just Mm. am and I'm sorry if that's not the case um and I'm sorry if that's how you dress and you are quote unquote not like this um (laughs) but I can just picture this guy being like okay I guess we can get a dishwasher like being like okay well now that you said it that way I get it and yep Oh my God. But now I want to know, like, I want to know the fallout from this. Like now that they have a dishwasher, is it like still a thing? Like, does he still bring it up? Or does he like, is he rude about the fact that you got a dishwasher or is it just like, yeah, I would love to know what the follow-up on that is. Right. Like, you know, or if like something happened to the dishwasher, Mm -hmm. it didn't clean something something very well. Well, no, I just meant like, like if something didn't clean get cleaned mm-hmm. very well or is he like, gonna be a piece it, of shit it about it broke wouldn't he be like see you're the one who had to get a dishwasher because you can just hear people saying that shit I mean, too that's uh, yeah um yeah i just yeah <laughs> i like this some of the comments are like you can do both you know <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah it's not like you are forbidden to wash the dishes by hand I... when I hate it. When I bought my house, I, that was one of my deal breakers about a house was it had to have a working dishwasher. That's one of our, like, if we ever do move, that's one of my deal breakers as well, because like, I, I don't necessarily, like, I wouldn't say I hate doing dishes, but for me, it's more of the ecological thing of like how much water actually gets used washing Mm -hmm. dishes that's what makes me hate washing dishes because it's like I could literally have something that like does it for me in a way that is way 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 more efficient than the way that I'm currently doing it and that Mm -hmm. bothers me like 
if there was a way to wash dishes in a in an efficient way that it matched up to a dishwasher, I probably would mind it a lot less, but I know that it there's mm-hmm. not. And it's like this can get it done in in a fraction of the time, use a fraction of the water, mm-hmm. and they will probably be cleaner than if I did them because usually I'm I'm not ah, I'm going to do the dishes. I'm fuck, I guess I have to do the dishes. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Like not to speak ill of anyone that is no longer around, but I remember that like one time my mom tried to do my dishes and I looked at the dishes after she did them and they were so gross. And so I was like, well, now I have to redo these dishes. Mm -hmm. There was like stuck food still on some of the plates she'd washed. I was like, this is nope, nope, this is nope city. Yeah. But yeah, like even with a dishwasher, I still have items that can't be put in the dishwasher. Yeah. Try so as you I have to wash them by hand. To buy dishwasher safe only things. It just doesn't happen. It just doesn't. Mm-hmm. So like you're always going to have to do some yourself. Yep. Um, yeah. I did like, this is sort of like what you said. Somebody in the comments was like, okay, get a dishwasher. If he says he's going to wash the dishes, let him you know, do that. And if in the morning the dishes are still there, they go in the dishwasher. Yeah, <laughs> and basically. I was like, you know, I, that's, that's an okay compromise. I think, um, there's also yeah, it's more of an okay compromise. I think that's a pretty dope compromise. Cause it means uh-huh. that you don't have to sit there looking at mm-hmm. dishes that haven't gotten done for three days because he conveniently forgot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of people also questioning finances and she's like, Nope. I said that we can afford one. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially because it's like they already had one. So it's not like you have to necessarily get a new one. Yeah. They may just so. need it fixed or, mm-hmm. or a new one, but a new one's not hard. The other question I have though, and again, this is one of those things where it's like, I am not in a committed relationship of any kind. Mm-hmm. So I don't, and, and as per, um the sun sneaking out example we used earlier um i'm clearly into the idea of partners communicating with each other and coming to agreements on decisions mm-hmm. but the feminist part of me is like why don't you go and buy a fucking dishwasher and get it set up like just what do will it happen just yeah. do it yeah. just do it what will happen and that's again where we get to the like he's one of the good ones well if he's a good one then why are you scared to do that by yourself and maybe she's not like this is me feeding words into this that are not there we don't have the context for but like yeah I thought that was a really good point that some people were bringing up is like why if you want one and there's the money for it. That's a good money. way to test if he's quote unquote, one of the good ones. Cause yeah. if you go and do it and you have, a, and you say this, these are my reasons for doing it. Is he yeah. going to pitch a fucking fit? Cause if the answer is yes, you may not have as good of a one as you think you do. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, we ranted on that one for a while. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, let's see. Um, I'll just do one more if that's all right with you. Yeah. Um, I there actually no. Mm, ooh, these are these are kind of hard. All right, I'll I'll just pick one, and maybe we'll do another episode on this. And oh, we definitely will do more episodes like this. Okay, cool, <laughs> dope. All right, because I was like, mm, both of these are good. All right, yeah. AITI for asking my friend not to set up a quote unquote blind date for me. 
I, 26 female, have a close friend, Sarah, 26 Wait, female. Pause, 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 mm-hmm. pause. Okay. Uh, now, I understand that the headline, the subject line, whatever it's called uh-huh. for these is not the full thing. And we have done ones already in this episode where it was like, that did not give you enough information to answer. Uh-huh. However, before you even read this one, <laughs> am I the asshole for asking my friend not to set up a blind date for me? I, I want to hear the question. I absolutely do. Okay. Um, but I will be hard pressed to think of any context where, yes, you are the asshole. Continue. Okay. That's all. I, 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 I'm just going to save my opinion for the end. Yeah. Okay. Um, she's also close friends. Uh, she's also close with a girl named Lucy, late twenties, female. I've met Lucy a few times, even though we don't know each other well, and she's really cute. Well, Sarah and I were hanging out at her place the other day and she mentioned that Lucy's been talking about wanting to find a girlfriend now that the pandemic is winding down. I mentioned to Sarah that I have a little crush on Lucy and she offered to set up a date for us. She thought Lucy would be excited. So I happily agreed. However, about a week before the date was supposed to happen, another mutual friend, Ian, posted a picture with Lucy and this guy. The caption mentioned him as Lucy's boyfriend. I messaged Sarah and asked her WTF was up. I've been cheated on before and I didn't want to be part of any infidelity, period. Sarah told me that Lucy was in an open relationship and that her boyfriend was 100% okay and had another partner himself. She sent me screenshots to prove it. I still told Sarah to scrap the blind date. I'm a lesbian, and even though I have nothing against Polly, it makes me uncomfortable to have a guy involved in my sex life. The idea that he could have an STD and pass it to me via Lucy just feels really violating. I don't want to think about penises or where they've been. Sarah hasn't made uh, hasn't made reservations or anything for us, so it's fine to cancel in that regard. Still, she thinks I'm being polyphobic, if that's a word, and judging Lucy unfairly. AITI for asking my friend not to set up a date after all. I normally trust Sarah's judgment about why, when I'm being an ass, but I'm conflicted here. Editing to clarify. I'm fine with dating bi girls and I'm fine with all female poly relationships as long as I'm only sleeping one, with one person. It's just the fact that a man is involved. Even if I'm not sleeping with him, it just makes me feel uncomfortable. Hmm. Yes. My opinion, uh, same as yours. <laughs> for almost all of these you know yeah this is more complicated than i was expecting okay um i'm glad i'm glad that i was able to pick one with nuance because i didn't want to be like oh am i I an asshole for saying no to a thing that i didn't want to do no i sort of figured (laughs) that um it would be but um but i just i had to say that at the beginning i think that it's not polyphobic to not want to be involved in someone else's polyamorous relationship that you from everything that that's said here from all the information that we have it doesn't seem like you have a problem with people being poly you're just personally not polyamorous um and that is okay and so if you don't want to be part of somebody's open relationship or polyamorous relationship that is totally fine and an okay uh opinion slash boundary to have the part that's weird like a little bit weird for me is that like you seem to be okay dating polyamorous people if they're only dating women um 
and I don't quite get that but I'm also like I'm not that and so I don't feel like I can judge that and the fact that you're not it's just that you're not okay with men involved that you are okay with dating by girls as long as they're not dating a man at the same time as you um and so your whole idea of like the guy having an std that he could pass to you could have still been true of a guy that your date dated a long time ago um and stds don't only come from men so um so there's some like weird kind of weird stuff in there for me um but i don't I don't want to go so far as to say that like this person is an asshole or um, is any kind of um, bigot or offensive or anything like that. It's just like, I don't quite understand. I don't quite understand the whole thing. I don't quite understand the uncomfortability, but, but it's not me. So um, that's, that's what I think. Um, and so, yeah, I don't think at all that she's an asshole for saying, um, this person that I told you I had a crush on and that you should set us up on a date now that I know that she's dating other people. I'm not cool with that. I don't want to be part of that. Please cancel the date. That does not make you an asshole. (laughs) I I will agree. I will agree on that. Um, you are allowed to, uh, change your mind about dating somebody Mm -hmm. if that is what you would like to do. Um, I think that if you are in a situation where you don't want to be involved with a man, even indirectly in a poly relationship, that doesn't necessarily make you polyphobic. That is playing to your interests. And if you're Mm -hmm. not interested in dudes, you're not interested in dudes. Like, this is not, this is not like the fucking 50s, 40s, 50s, et cetera, et cetera, where they can go, well, maybe you just haven't found the right man yet. Like, bitch, there is no right man for you. It does mm-hmm. not exist. You are not interested mm-hmm. in dudes, at least at this juncture in your life. Mm-hmm. Like, if that changes in your 30s and you decide maybe you want to try being with a dude, then that's okay. Like, mm-hmm. speaking as like the resident poly expert here, because I've been in <laughs> approximately two more than you have. Like, <laughs> poly relationship than you have like uh so that somehow makes me the expert here like it doesn't being poly doesn't mean you're a slut so like or or trying to be a slut or trying to cheat or any of that bullshit that people think it means so like if you're not interested you're not interested like that's point blank period like being poly doesn't mean that you're willing to date anybody right so Like, I don't, yeah, I don't really get the logic of your friend saying that this makes you polyphobic. Oh, yeah, I don't get that either. Yeah, I really don't get it. Um, Like, like, check it out. Like, you know, if you're, if, if you are a lesbian, you define that, at least from what I can glean off of here, you define that as being interested in women, period. Mm-hmm. you're not like if you were interested in dudes um, at all you would say i'm bi or like you could say i'm leaning bi but mostly lesbian pan, like or a like pan or something yeah. like that but you specifically yeah. choose lesbian so that means that this is a no dick club for you like yeah and so, you've said that like you're fine dating somebody in uh, an all-female poly relationship but only if you're like those you're are those are the boundaries those are the boundaries so, like, you are allowed to set you are like 
from what you've defined here, you are only interested in women. You're only interested in dating one woman at a time. Yes. They can date other people possibly, but I would venture to guess that you might be a little more uncomfortable with that. I Um, think you are a monogamous lesbian. That's what I think you are. Yes. I think that you like the idea of poly relationships in principle, but I don't think they would be for you at this juncture. Yeah. And like being okay with people being in something, but not wanting that thing yourself is not phobic. True. It's not. Not inherently, at least. It's not. You're not. um, Yeah. You're not a bigot. You're not, you know, whatever you want to say. Yeah, I don't want to be in a polyamorous relationship. I barely want to be in a relationship. So, mm-hmm. um, but that doesn't mean I don't want other people to do that stuff. Do what you want. Um, like so what yeah. you like, don't be a dick. Yep. So yeah, I think I think it's kind of I think it's kind of shitty that your friend um, is saying you're the asshole here because I don't think you are. Hmm. Agree. Uh, and I think that's a good place to leave it. Yeah. So um, if y'all have any thoughts on any of these, you can email us at um, aswaydpod at gmail.com. Uh, it will be, uh, it's basically just our Twitter or Instagram handle, but you put at gmail.com at the end. Um, and then, like I said, uh, Twitter, Instagram, you can also reach us there. So feel free to do so. Um, if that is something that you are interested in, mm-hmm. uh, to share your thoughts and opinions on those kinds of things. Yeah. We would love to hear those. If you have an AITI that you are curious about, you are also welcome to send those uh, our way. And maybe next time we get back, if there are some out there that you're like curious about, maybe we can sneak one into another episode or something mm-hmm. like that. We obviously are, are not uh, experts and our advice should never be followed. But if you want it, <laughs> if you want it for the lulls or if you want it because we're friends or whatever that, that is, mm-hmm. then go for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and can hey, find, if you, oh, if you think that, you know, we're wrong, you can tell us that too. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, please do. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That's uh, so uh, you can find Amelia at Shake Meets World. You can find me at a Black Sparrow. Um, there are new designs in the Spreadshirt shop. Uh, a little uh, small bird that may also be me told me that there maybe will be a uh, sale. Not while you're listening to like if you're listening to this the day it came out, not here, but like po- possibly the the following week. So like sometime I would say maybe around like the 24th to 26th there may be a sale in the Spreadshirt shop so if you missed the one uh from my birthday week you got another shot um to get you some cool ASWAYD merch if there is merch that um or if there's like a design that you want to have like on a mug or something like that that isn't you are always welcome to reach out to myself or Amelia via the uh previously given things our DMs are usually open Please don't like give us some sort of like bogus, uh, <laughs> bogus like sponsorship to like reach out to some other account uh, for some reason. That would be cool. But, you know, feel free to reach out because I, I want to be as accommodating as possible. So mm-hmm. there is that. All right. That means it's time for I didn't make a theme song for it, but this is Amelia. What the fuck is this? Woo! 
the part of the episode where I find something wild and crazy kids on the internet and I show it to Amelia without context. So I will shut my mouth and let you get to watching. It does have sound. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I had to watch it twice. (laughs) I know. I know. Okay, so this is titled Sneeze, and it's... um, I put that title there. Okay, that's what I thought. So it shows a couple, it shows um, a few young women sneezing um, and labeling them as normal, cute. I think it's supposed to be quiet. (laughs) (laughs) But it's it's quite... (laughs) this is a quite sneeze. A quite sneeze. Um, and then it shows these three men um, on what appears to be some sort of ice flow. <laughs> and this guy sneezes. <laughs> and he like, as he sneezes, he like backs up as if there's like recoil. <laughs> and it makes like a gunshot sound. <laughs> And there's like fire coming out as if his like nose fired is a is a gun that fired. That's how Russians sneeze. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, it's so fucking funny. And if you know anybody that has a very loud and or violent sounding sneeze <clears throat> which I, I feel like most people know at least somebody like that um this like oh my god i like i immediately want to send this to a couple of specific people <laughs> because of people in their lives that um yeah without naming names uh i once heard uh someone sneezed when I was at the other side of the hallway of their apartment mm-hmm. building. So they were in their apartment with the door shut and I was all the way down the hallway and could still hear them sneeze. So you know this this was I here right. was I was I let me let me ask was I there for this? No. Dang. Okay. You were not. Fair enough. Fair. Yeah. Oh my God. I just want to watch it like four more times. <laughs> Normal, cute, quite, and Russia. And Russia. Bam! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. This is a good one. I'm glad you liked it. (sighs) And that was the WTF for the week. Uh, So, um, yeah, that's going to be it for this episode, I feel like. I had a lot of fun doing this. I hope that we get to do it again soon. Mm-hmm. Um, obligatory uh, uh, Black Lives Matter, uh, trans rights or human rights, uh, wear a mask, get the shot, uh, please and thank you. Please do your, don't do research into the vaccine for 20 minutes and assume that you all of a sudden know everything you know about the vaccine. Uh, but please do research on articles that you are posting on your Facebook, et cetera, et cetera, and read past the headline. Uh, as someone who uh, used to read only the headline and post uh, unthinkingly, um, I 
highly recommend against doing that. And I try to put my best to, to, to not do that anymore because it's very easy to, um, you know, miss the nuance in things. Yeah. As someone who has two degrees that had specific classes on just on research, um, research, yes, is not reading something for 20 minutes. Um, research is finding primary and secondary secondary sources, um, numerous ones that can peer reviewed articles, et cetera, et cetera. Articles. Yes, exactly. Scientific if you don't know journals. what primary or secondary sources are, you can Google it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're if you're basing your whole opinion on a meme that your Aunt Kathy sent you, uh, you may want to broaden your horizons. Yeah. Not attacking anybody necessarily. I'm just saying that like yeah. there are a lot of people that think that because they saw a meme in uh, a 45 is still my president Facebook group that leans into their biases that all of a sudden that they know more than people who have spent decades and decades and decades uh, working on how viruses work and things of that nature. Um, so yeah, um, I've seen a bit of much of that. I don't like to get too salty on this podcast about that kind of stuff, but I'm just going to point that out. Yep. Yep. So uh, with that, thank yeah. you very much. So um yeah, with that, I've been Amelia. I've been Sherrick, and sometimes you're off on your first year of college and your dog stays behind with your little sister Andrea and the rest of your family. And then you've got other family members that have recently re- like welcomed your half-brother Noah in. And then like your sister Andrea is like trying to fit in with her junior high school classmates and she decides to join the baseball team. And on the way, she decides that she's gonna like bring her dog one day, and her dog uncannily has the ability to play some fucking baseball. And then like as the season's setting in, you find out that your dogs puppies have mysteriously started disappearing because there's some fucking like kidnappers who have a raccoon with them somehow like they're fucking team rocket the real life version and it turns out that the kidnappers are researchers who are dog napping your puppies because they thought they had a special gene that would allow them to play sports and so you help your dog make it to the major leagues as he goes to bat for the anaheim angels and then you rescue your puppies okay bye, bye. by the way there's richard Carn. okay bye